Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Colonel Talks Fashion. This is Rachel Courtney. This is Rachel Porter. And today we have such a fun guest. Madison, do you want to introduce yourself? Sure. Hi everyone, um, I'm Madison and I'm so happy to be a guest on this podcast. So Madison, tell us where you're from um, and a little bit about yourself, what you did at UK and also what you did for the Colonel. Madison is a fellow Colonel alum, everybody. Yeah, so I'm from Georgetown, Kentucky, and I graduated from UK in May of 2018, Um, so almost two years ago now, which is insane to think about, but whatever. Um, I got dual degrees in marketing and communications, um, and I minored in digital media and design and worked at the Colonel and KRNL for about two and a half years. Um, I started off at KRNL as the content editor and kind of just like doing a bunch of different roles there. So I ran like the social media and I ran like all the blogs and like did like the travel and apartment. I don't know, even know if they exist anymore, but like the fashion blog and like all this stuff. And then eventually moved up to be the editor in chief of the magazine my senior year. And um, I also worked at the newspaper side of the Kentucky Colonel as the social media manager and, like, kind of unofficial videographer, but that was a very amateur role that I had there. So, yeah, I was on both sides. Super fun. That's so neat. That's one thing we're trying to implement this year is videography into Colonel because it's so interesting to watch. Well, I've been here for two years now, but it's grown so much ever since I've been here. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel for Instagram and especially social media nowadays, people are, don't want to read as much, so a video is just way quicker for them to watch, and it kind of gives, I feel like, viewers a better idea of what the staff is like, kind of gives us a personality through a video. That's so true. You all should get TikTok. That would be amazing. I oh said that gosh. yesterday. I was talking to <laughs> one of the other stylists, and we are talking about how important TikTok actually is for new artists, for brand endorsements, and I was like, wait, the Colonel should get a TikTok. (laughs) Yeah, honestly, like, the amount of, like, videos and TikToks that could have been from, like, the office staff when I was there, like, it would have been amazing. (laughs) We should do that for this Friday. Mm -hmm. Okay, we're noting that. (laughs) (laughs) So, tell us, um, kind of about your, like, early career, I guess, at UK. Talk about, like, what kind of internships you had. And what you do now, but leading up to it. Okay. Um, I guess I'll start with internships. So um, to be completely honest, I am still kind of on like a non-traditional trajectory in that I'm still technically a freelancer. So it's not like I have a salary or like anything like that. So, but I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just like kind of where I'm at, I guess. Um, But So I started um, at an alteration studio in Lexington. That was kind of my first job. And then shortly after that, I started working at KRNL. And I think that was um, a major stepping stone for me because it really gave me even like just a hint of magazine and production experience. Um, And that was really necessary for my future internships and jobs. So I got really involved with that and then eventually joined the newspaper team, like I said, um, doing social media and such. Um, I didn't do the typical 
summer internship before senior year because instead I took a month-long course in London at the Condé Nast College. Wow. Which, that was, like, yeah, that was so worth it. Like, yeah, it kind of delayed my internship and, like, job path, but, like, it was so worth it. People, like, even having it on my resume, people ask about it, so it was such a great experience, and it taught me a lot not just about fashion and publishing, but about, like, the outer world and, like, people outside of Kentucky, like, our little state. <laughs> um, so after all that, um, my real internship experience came after I graduated. Um, I actually drove across the country with the help of my family to move to L.A. Wow. And do um, a styling internship with Law Roach. He works with Gendaya and Ariana Grande um, Demi Lovato at the time, Tiffany Haddish, and his list of talent. How did you like, get that? that he's done. Well, honestly, I just applied for it. Like, oh, okay. It was honestly kind of unexpected because I applied for it. I was, like, applying to a bunch of different jobs. And, yeah, it was an internship, so I was like, eh, like, I'm going to be graduated, and do I really want to take basically an unpaid thing and, like, spend a bunch of money? But... I was actually in May May's old office when I got the email from them saying, like, hey, they didn't even want to interview me, which is, like, weird. But they were like, hey, we'd love to have you this summer, you know, like, whatever. And it was, like, kind of a choice for sure. It was tough to decide, but, like, everyone was so supportive in the office and, like, it was just really cool. But it was unpaid, so it was a huge privilege to like be able to go out there and have that um so was that your yeah, senior so that, year that was um after senior year okay so I got it yeah like I got the confirmation like April graduated in May and moved out there like end of May so it was only like a three-month commitment too so I was like I'm not really in a rush to get a job like might as well have these great experiences and like learn as much as I can you know so what did you did you just do styling there um yes so he has a bunch of clients so like honestly his client list is so diverse that like it it was kind of just a broad look at styling in particular but like I got so much knowledge of like PR and like marketing and like even behind the scenes of like music videos and photo shoots and everything and so it was it was really worth it but it's like that was um that was kind of my first thing out of college um and that was kind of my first real like fat and you know experience um and it was lucky enough to be with a big name like law and but I mean it was also like it was a difficult move because it was my first time like going away from home and like I didn't know anyone out there and I didn't have any friends and I was starting a new internship so it was really kind of hard like it was hard emotionally but like it was such both professionally and like personally it was such a huge step because like right I mean it's kind of like I grew up in Kentucky obviously but like LA is like where I came into like my own self I guess um but it's not my town I didn't like it that much but um yeah but I mean after a while 
it wasn't so bad, and I became really close to Law's assistants, and um, honestly, they became my family out there for the duration of my short time out there. Um, but yeah, it was such a blessed experience. Um, like I said, I got to be on set for shoots and events and like the MTV um, movie and it's video crazy. awards that Tiffany, yeah, Tiffany Haddish hosted it. So like we were there all weekend and like Law was styling a few people for the red carpet. So it was just like insane. Like it was so intense. Yeah. Experiences you'll never so forget. Right. What did you um, not like about LA? I mean, I think I was probably a bit, like, unfair on it because I didn't know anyone, so I didn't really, like, I learned how to do stuff by myself, basically, but, like, still, that first few, those first few weeks, I was just, like, I hate it here, like, I don't know anyone, like, people suck, like, all this stuff, but, like, honestly, like, when I left, I was like, you know what, I'm going to miss this place, mm-hmm. but, yeah, I mean, I like New York better. But obviously, because I live here now. But, um, but yeah. Um, so. So tell us how that, you. Oh, sorry, what? So tell us how you ended up in New York City. Did you come right. back to Kentucky after LA? I did. So here's the thing. I I took the internship in LA, fully knowing that I didn't want to live there. Like I wanted to move to New York. I was applying to all these places didn't hear back from any of them and so like the one job outside of New York that I applied to which is this internship of course they were the ones to like get back to me and like all of this so honestly I just kind of was like you know what that's the universe like I need to go out there but um yeah so after three months I was like you know like I'm not getting paid like this is super fun but like I need to get serious but also, like, I needed a break because it was so crazy out there. So I drove back across to Kentucky and spent a few months at home. And I actually, like, during that time, I also went to Fashion Week for, I mean, like, a few days. But, um, and I worked with Law's team again. So that was, so fun. again, like, such a great experience. Yeah. And then finally, um, in, like, last December, actually, I finally moved to New York, and um, I had an internship with Business Insider on their social media team. So it wasn't, like, super fashion-y, but it did get me up here, and it was paid. So, And, like, it had enough work-life balance so that I could learn the city and kind of come into my own. So after five months of that, I took a freelance job um, at Moda Operandi, trying to get back into like the fashion scene and everything and then when that ended I took some time off again so that's kind of a theme with me but um after a month or so I started applying for jobs again and got my current job at L. yeah so tell us what you're doing now at L. okay so I um work in the fashion closet and I assist the senior market editor so it's kind of a lot of logistical work so like coordinating shipments like talking to the PR people and um like tracking down clothing samples and preparing for run-throughs and managing her schedule helping with pages like basically just doing whatever it takes to make the magazine and like make operations more efficient 
Um, I also get to be on set sometimes with this one for like accessories and jewelry shoots. I was just on set like last Thursday, which is where I got a ton of flowers. So <laughs> that was great. And yeah, I just, it's cool to see the magazine and like the production and everything come full circle because it is a lot of behind the scenes work, but you know, the final product with like the covers and like all the photos coming out, it's really cool. It's really rewarding. <laughs> yeah. Um, are you guys in the same building as Vogue and GQ and stuff? No. So okay. Vogue and GQ, they are um, with Condé Nast and okay. L is a Hearst publication. So like it's same as like Harper's Bazaar and Marie Claire and Cosmo. Yeah. How is that sharing a building with all those other really um, prominent magazines? Um, it's interesting. So we're actually on the same floor as Marie Claire. Um, and then we're a few floors down from like Harper's and Cosmo. We don't really get a lot of like inter magazine interaction besides like transfers of samples and all that. But like, it's kind of cool. Cause like one time I was walking into work and I saw Pete Buttigieg just walking in cause he was doing that thing where he like or where the people at Cosmo, they, like, interviewed all the presidential candidates, and he was just, like, walking in the same time I was, and I was like, okay. That's so random. Yeah. Yeah. Um, A girl that we had dinner with when we were in New York, she works for GQ, so she's like, yeah, like, I've seen Ann Wintour, is that how you pronounce her name, Mm -hmm. so many times with her sunglasses in, um, walking in, you know, for her day at Vogue, just casual. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) Which is so inspiring to be surrounded by people like you, who probably started where we all are going to start, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, I know, girl, literally, like, m- most, like, 80% of my friends here are from Kentucky and, like, work in the fashion industry. We're, Shut like, up! No artists. way! I feel yeah. like Kentucky is taking over New York. Or is that just there, me? Honestly, it is. Well, uh, pretty, like, yeah. We like getting people like you all because we feel like Kentucky kind of has um, a negative rep sometimes when it comes to... um making it out of the state, you know, or being from New yeah. York. Like, we've heard other people be like, what is there in Kentucky, you know? And that just can be really discouraging. But to hear that there's yeah. people like you surrounded by other people from Kentucky doing cool things, I think it's really yeah. motivating. Yeah, no, people have, like, people are so weird about it, too, because they're like, like you said, like, what's in Kentucky? And it's like, well, this is in Kentucky, this is in Kentucky. Yeah, like, yeah. actually, let Kentucky, me educate like, you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So kind of but going, though, like, yeah. So no, go ahead. So kind of going off that, how do you think that UK and the Colonel prepared you for your job now? Um, let's see. So surprisingly enough, like like I mentioned before, all of the jobs that I've gotten, with the exception of like Fashion Week, because that was through like laws people, um, they haven't been through like, my connections or my network or anything, but just through, like, straight-up applying, which I think shows that my experiences and education that I got at UK have been enough to propel me forward into everything that I've done. And honestly, like, my experience at the Colonel really formed the basis of my skill set, and even doing social media for them was what made my resume stand out to the assistant that hired me at my internship with law because she mentioned that he wanted someone who'd also be able to help him produce content and all this like take Instagram stories and all this stuff and like that's basically what I did at the Colonel um 
So that one aspect of my resume got me the internship, and that's uh, been the case with my other jobs as well in one way or another. And without my experience at the Colonel, I don't think I would have gotten nearly as many opportunities as I have by just having that basic knowledge of putting together photo shoots and putting together a publication and creating a product that was a reflection of what I wanted my future career to be. So even just like, even though like obviously no one like in California or like at L, like they're going to hear like, oh, you worked at your college newspaper, like that's great, blah, blah, blah. But like, it's so important because yes, it's a college newspaper and yes, it's Kentucky, but you still can learn so whatever. Much. And like, it's, yeah. And it's basically like training for the jobs that are out there because it's smaller scale, but it's still really valuable information. And even more so because such a small scale, you can do more. Like if I worked at a giant, like, publication like I don't even know what I'm comparing this to but like say like it was bigger like you would only be able to do like one thing like honestly at Insider it was so big and so specialized that I did Twitter like specifically Twitter like the whole time but like at a smaller publication you can do social media you can also like do videos and you can really just make it the experience that you want because you can do like you can try different things you can write you can like plan whatever you want because it's so small that you can really make it your own and I think that's honestly so educational yeah I mean classes are obviously super important because you know they cost a lot of money but we were just talking about how experiences are like are really going to teach you what it's like you know like Mm -hmm. if it wasn't for KRNL um I don't think we'd be learning how to do this podcast. I wouldn't be improving my writing for like a fashion lifestyle magazine just because we're so young right now. And because we are in college, it's kind of silly not to do something like this. That's going to give you all these teaching opportunities where you can mess up. And obviously you're still going to mess up in the future, but you can make even more mistakes right now and try more things to see what you like, what you don't like. And that's what I think experiences and joining clubs magazines etc like that's all what it's about essentially mm-hmm. exactly and like the people at the colonel and like the advisors and everything they're there to help you and they'll honestly like they're not going to be like oh you can't do this like they have the resources to try it their hardest to help you like make a podcast or like you know like put together a like a photo show or like a um, new blog or something like they are there to help you so like having that support system like honestly that was probably like yes like classes were great whatever but my primary learning experience was at the colonel that's what we say all mm-hmm. the time like we were like yeah. where would we be without the colonel we right. would be so sad <laughs> like, so it just gives me that creative outlet that I need yeah, honestly, and I think it's really gonna help us, and it's obviously helped you. So, also listeners, if you want to join, um, join the Colonel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, mm. um, so about your job, what's like your favorite thing about your job, and what's a typical day look like for you? Um. Okay. So my favorite thing would be, um, honestly, getting to be a part of a major publication that is recognized around the world. Like, it's super intense, but, like, 
honestly, this is going to sound terrible, but like I love when people are like, oh, what do you do? And I can be like, oh, I work at Elle. Like they recognize yes, it. I, w- like, I yeah. live for that. And it's something, it's something yeah, that you so. worked hard for. So you right. deserve all the bragging rights. Oh my God. But yeah, like it's super cool. And like you get to see the finished product every month and like you get to see it before anyone else does. And you're like, oh, like honestly in January, I was like, oh guys, like Beyonce's on the cover. Like, and obviously I was like, it's confidential, but it's like cool. That's so cool. um, Yeah. But, um, so like my daily, I guess my daily routine is, well, honestly, I shouldn't even say routine because every day is different. But, um, yeah, so basically when there's, like, a shoot going on, I am in charge of, like, so they have different markets to different editors, and so the person that I assist, um, she has a lot of, like, the American designers and, like, British designers, and so a lot of what I do during shoots is, like, communicate with the PR people, communicate with the brand and try to do whatever it takes to get certain pieces in because that's what the stylist has requested or what we need for a certain, like, talent or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of it is just, like, managing all these people, like, saying, like, when can you get this out to us? Can you send tracking? Like, can I send a messenger today? Like, all the stuff, getting it in, putting it on the rack, having it nice and organized, like, because eventually, like, maybe, like, two days before the shoot or something or before trying to ship out, um, Nina will come in. Nina Garcia, the editor-in-chief, she'll come in and she'll expect to see everything that's confirmed, whether it's there or not. So it has to be represented in some way, whether I print out a giant photo of it or whatever. So it's really just that preparation and making sure everything is perfect so that if she asks, where is this piece? I can be like, it's on its way. Like UPS says, it'll be here at 3 p.m. tomorrow or like something like that. And um, yeah, so it is a lot of logistical stuff. Like UPS is my worst nightmare. Like I hate them so much, but it's fine. Everything eventually works out, so it's fine. But like, yeah, it's basically just trying to take anxiety off of the person that I'm assisting and making everything streamlined, helping everyone out in the closet and making sure they get their things in. So, yeah, it's a, a different every day, but it's cool. What would you say your least favorite part of your job is? Um, least favorite? UPS. Honestly, <laughs> it, well, definitely UPS. I hate them <laughs> so much. Like, we only use UPS. Like, FedEx and DHL we don't use because like we are like I don't even know why but we have like a UPS account and um the logistical nightmares that I have endured are terrible but everything works out and it's fine but yeah honestly just like managing people's anxieties is my least favorite but like I I guess I'm kind of good at it because I'm not like anxious about things like I'm usually pretty chill so yeah, just, like, dealing with people and, like, you know, when they're stressed out, it's not the most fun thing, but it's okay. Yeah, everything everything is fine after after a bit. And then how has it been 
not only adjusting to your job, but I know a lot of people say when they move to New York City or even LA, it takes you a couple of months to adjust. Like, how has that adjustment been moving to New York City? Um, honestly, here, well, when I moved to LA, I think if I had been there longer, it would have been different. Like, it took me a solid, like, month and a half to be like, okay, like, I don't hate this. Like, it's not all bad. And there are people that I would actually like hang out with or whatever. But that was also a large part because I was like super busy with my job and was like working from like nine until like nine basically. So I didn't really have a lot of time to like do different things except like on the weekends. And, but here it's like obviously different because I'm not working 12 hours a day most days. But, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely challenging, but honestly, it's not impossible. Like you just have to get out there. You have to meet people. Um, Oh, like I have such a good friend group from Kentucky and like other people from not from Kentucky, but, um, honestly, they are so valuable because you can go out and do things. You can learn the city. But also, like, doing things by yourself, like, you have to learn how to do that because, honestly, everyone does it. Like, it's such a part of adulthood that is so, honestly, underrated because I love doing things by myself Me, I was now. just about to say, I, like, yeah. started becoming more independent. Um, yeah. I guess when I could start driving in high school. I know that sounds silly, but I lo- would love going to the mall by myself or, like... Or eating by yourself. And my other friends are like, what? But I value oh my God. Go- doing things by myself. Yeah. No, no, it's, like, it's honestly so- scary because people are like, what? That's so brave. Like, you do this by yourself. Like, you go, like, go to, like, a movie. Like, that's so sad. I'm like, no, it's not. Like, it's honestly better. Yeah. Just but, have time to yeah. yourself. Um, yeah. So how do you – Is there are there certain apps or, like, Facebook groups where you can connect with people in New York from Kentucky or with these just people you already knew prior? Well, um, it's kind of an – like, we always say – actually, I'll start with apps first. So um, there are definitely Facebook groups that you can join. Like, I know in L.A. there was, like, a Kentucky alumni Facebook group – and oh yeah i know there's like, one in new york yeah. too yes the uk bar where they play all the uk games like basketball and football it's mm-hmm. called jack dempsey's it's so fun it's everyone from kentucky like old and young like everyone's so nice and yeah you can literally talk to anyone in there it's so fun um but yeah there are definitely facebook groups and even like the apps called meetup it's so like, I don't really use it anymore, but in L.A., I went on a few where you basically just, like, it, they get a group of people together to do whatever. Like, they put it in the little app and make it, like, an event for it. And it's it's cool because you get to meet, like, different people, and you can be in a group of people without being, like, oh, like, I don't know what these people look like. I don't know what they, like, are about. But you can basically just, like like... I went and played beach volleyball with a group of people in LA and that was the first thing I did like three days in. And honestly, it helped me so much because it was like that social interaction that you need. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, all my friends now we like joke about it because people are all, always like, how did you all meet? Like, how do you know each other? Because like 
I live with Sydney and my sister and, um, but we both know someone else that used to work at, um, the magazine. She would like do makeup and stuff. And she lives with someone that works at Chanel now. So now I have those friends and then another one of my very close friends, like they work with, if this is going to get really complicated without <laughs> names, but yeah, so we met a bunch of friends through her and then like another one of my really close friends now, she used to work at the magazine as well, but like, like we knew each other, but like we weren't like hanging out or we weren't like super good friends until we got here, which is interesting. Um, but yeah, like basically a lot of my friends now are like people that I knew or like I met once or twice in Kentucky, but like we, and when we got here, it was like insane because you honestly need to find people that you have stuff in common with. Yeah. And yeah. And a lot of people are just wanting friends and like, or want people to do things with, but then through those people, you can find like more people and like our friend group has grown so big because it's like a core of Kentucky people and then like branching out into their like other friends and it's insane but it's so, so fun it's so cool do you guys yeah. live in Brooklyn or where do you live what part of New York yeah so I live in Bed-Stuy so it's not if like it's fun it's quiet you know like it's a good starting out neighborhood I'm definitely trying to live in Manhattan next year but we'll see um but, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. It's in Brooklyn? Yes. Okay. Because, yeah, when we were in New York, we feel like a lot of people closer to our age, that's where they start out. Mm -hmm. We visited Williamsburg yeah. one day, and we had a blast. Yeah. Because it was quiet. It was, like, still a lot going on, but, you know, you could have your peace yeah. there. Like, you know, it felt more residential, kind of a homey. Oh, it definitely is. It's definitely, like, a family place and like there's more space like people have cars out here I don't know how many people in Manhattan have cars yeah and the sub yeah the subway ride wasn't bad at all yeah for sure and like it's it's nice like you find a lot of like little nook like hole in the wall places but yeah I'm just like really far from work where I live <laughs> now mm -hmm. so yeah. what area of, oh sorry sorry what what area no, is fine. your work in so it's at Columbus Circle, which is... Um, that's literally where we... Stayed. Yeah, that's where our hotel was. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's like right on the corner of Central Park. So it's like a little bit up there coming from Bed-Stuy because Bed-Stuy is like... It's not like South Brooklyn, but it's like Central, I would say. I probably sound like such a newbie, but whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like a honestly like a 40-minute subway ride, which like isn't bad considering... It could be worse, but it's not ideal. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you think you'll stay in New York, or do you want to move back to the South eventually? Um, I mean, it's kind of interesting. Like, honestly, I'm, well, yeah, I'm kind of a go-with-the-flow kind of person, but also, like, I do think about that stuff. So I honestly don't know because – Here's the thing. I want to live and work here for as long as possible, but it's a lot of money, first of all, and two, like, it, it's not really a town if you are not, like, young and mobile and, like, 
all this stuff. Like I see people on the subway, like going up the stairs or like whatever and like walking blocks and blocks and blocks. And I'm like, I will not be doing this when I'm 85. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. there's no way. So I don't know. It's kind of interesting. Like a lot of people that I know are like, I would never want to raise kids here. That's what I think. So hard. Yeah, but I don't know. I honestly haven't even thought about that because, like, yeah, it would be hard, but, like, your kid would also from New York, and that would be so cool. I know. Mm-hmm. We were, like, seeing but. kids with backpacks on, and we were like, that's crazy yeah. that these kids are just running around New York. Like, this is their <laughs> life. And we're just from Kentucky, like, in Tennessee. This is I their know. life, running around, like, the playground. And then there's the skyscrapers, like, surrounding the basketball court. It's crazy. It's like yeah. a movie. Yeah, for sure. So, I don't know. I guess I'll just play it by ear, but, like, <laughs> I definitely want to, like, stay here for quite a bit more, but we'll see. We'll see where life takes me. <laughs> and then, um, I guess to end on this podcast, what advice would you give students who either, like, want a job in the fashion industry, the communication industry, et cetera, or just, like, a job in a bigger city in general? Like, what would you give advice to students? Um, I would say that knowing your end goal and not really letting anyone tell you any differently is crucial because there would be so many times that my peers or professors or really anyone would very, like, well-meaningly say small things about working in Kentucky or maybe staying in Kentucky for a bit longer or like how hard it would be to move to New York. And like, honestly, someone, well, actually a lot of people have been like, Oh, that's so like, so brave of you. Like I could never do that. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Oh no. Like I might have a job offer at home, but no, I don't, I don't want to work at home. I want (laughs) to move to New York. Like, no, I want to work in fashion and this is the place to do it. And yeah, it is brave, but it's not impossible. Like it's not easy, but it's so worth it. And it's not anything to be scared of or intimidated by because it's just, it's just a city. Like anyone can move. So, and I really think that that's what people think that they mean well, and maybe they don't have the same courage or They don't have, um, I guess, I don't want to sound like weird, but like maybe they don't have larger ambitions or they're content with what they have and where they Mm -hmm. live, which is absolutely fine. But I knew the life that I wanted and I wasn't going to let any doubts or fears from myself or other people mess with my mind and like come in the way of that. And um, yeah, and also just you can learn from any opportunity. Like you don't have to have like a set, pathway or a set plan because anything you you do like on your trajectory or like anything on your path um it might not be crystal clear but it doesn't mean it won't help you or guide you along the way and and honestly everyone in this industry like communications or fashion or whatever um everyone will tell you the way up is not a straight line like it's jagged and there are highs and lows like there are loops and turns and um, but the progress that you make personally and like what you learn from it is the major takeaway. And honestly, there should never be a job or an internship or like any situation that you walk away saying like, I didn't learn anything from that. Like because that, that's like a problem with you and your mindset because you can learn from anything. So you just have to stay open 
and recognize when those opportunities come along and you have to work your butt off sometimes and it's really hard but honestly you'll get through it but also like take the moments that you're not working and like enjoy life like honestly like college is hard and you're gonna stress out about classes or stress out about like oh my gosh like I don't have this internship for the summer like what am I gonna do like whatever but like come on like it's not that serious like take your time you're young like go to a basketball game (laughs) go to two keys go to cookout yes come on Rachel come out with me come out with me yeah like yeah because you can you can always like work towards a goal and like have all like you can always just work toward anything you can always hustle but like you can't go back in time and get those memories with your friends or like with whoever so that was probably a lot of advice Rachel Rachel (laughs) needed to hear that (laughs) because I know at our age it's sometimes a lot of pressure to get the perfect internship or like the perfect job and you stress and stress about it but that's why I think I'm good for you because you stress out and then I usually thought I stress and then Rachel stresses too and I'm like Rachel just breathe we're 20. Oh my gosh yes like yeah things are stressful and like you can easily compare yourself to people and be like oh my gosh they have an internship and I don't yet but like it's fine it's gonna work out like the universe honestly or like God or whoever like whoever you believe in like they have your bag like they have your best interests, so everything happens for out. a reason. Yep, exactly. I actually, that's my number one thing I believe in, for yeah. sure. And I then agree. this is kind of weird too, but on each episode we end with a life hack. Like this life hack can be anything, super random. Like my life hack was using nipple cream as chapstick. Like it can be literally anything. Not to put you on the oh spot. My God. Or like a New York City life hack. Mm-hmm. Or a cool place in New um, York. Oh, a cool place. Oh, that, like, tourists um, don't go to. True. Okay. Let me think about that one. But I'll go into, like, I guess, okay, so these are going to be a little broad, probably. That's fine. Um, but I'll have, like, let me do, like, I'll do one personal one and one professional one, because, as you probably know, I love giving advice. But um, we're here for it. Okay. We need all the advice yeah. we can get. <laughs> oh okay. So first one is basically this is gonna sound so cheesy, but like for your own sanity, always take the chance to go home when you need it. Like you'll never regret visiting your family and like honestly life in New York, like you need an escape sometimes and being an adult in New York is so hard and even if just for a weekend you go home like it's so nice seeing your family and your parents and like when you move away you don't really see them as much and it kind of hits you that you like aren't always with them like you aren't a child anymore and so going away just for a few days to like just refresh and like breathe some fresh air and everything um and it's really nice because honestly it's such a blessing to be from somewhere like Kentucky when you live in like New York or LA because you have that optional escape and there is clean and it's cheap like the food is cheap like there is grass and like it's so nice so when I can I always try to go home for a bit and it's so refreshing and like honestly so necessary and then for professional ones for people looking for jobs 
Um, honestly, like I said, like don't stress about things. Like, yes, a certain amount of stress is positive and it'll help you work towards things. But um, like if you're, let me just say, like I have said like I'm a freelancer. So if you're like, is that the move or is this internship? Like, why should I take this unpaid internship if I'm graduated? Like all this, like people will be like, why are you taking this unpaid internship? You're a college graduate, like all this stuff, but it's not that deep. (laughs) And, um, here's what my mentor from one of law's assistants, she told me, honestly, freelance is freedom. Do you want to freelance forever? No, but, um, so many of the amazing opportunities I've received here and in LA have been freelance or they've been temporary temporary positions and I've learned something from each and every one of them and again they give you that space and flexibility to take some personal time if you need it and experience different parts of the industry and learn as much as you can and if you have the right right mindset you can learn anything from any situation you never know what skill set will benefit you in the future um and yeah, so cool places in New York. Let's see. Um, hmm. Smorgasburg and Williamsburg. That's probably so touristy, but it's so fun. The food is amazing. And hmm. honestly, just like walking around is so nice. Like even if you're not going to a specific place, because if you walk around like the West Village or Soho, like you'll see so many cool like um like little pathways and like cobblestone streets like they're so cool like even if you're not going to like a museum or like the empire state building or whatever like walking around is so nice and it's such like a new york thing people like what people wear and stuff exactly so yeah that's probably not like super hipstery or anything but neither am i so (laughs) (laughs) and then tell the listeners like where they can find you like your instagram or like your linkedin page Okay, so LinkedIn is just my first and last name, Madison Rexroad, and so is my Instagram, just at Madison Rexroad. It's R-E-X-R-O-A-T. Um, it actually used to be a One Direction fan account that I had in high school. <laughs> oh my gosh, One why, Direction. Yeah, yeah, but that's why like I have a follower account that's not like 300 people. Like I'm not an influencer or anything. It's just like literally like pictures of my nails and like magazine stuff but yeah it used to be a one direction fan account which is quite awesome it is awesome i loved one direction and i'm so yes. glad like harry styles was my favorite and now look at him yes love him well thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today of course it was fun it's I'm so all are doing a podcast yes it's so neat talking to like another colonel person who's made it yeah well tbd i'm still on the way up but maybe we'll (laughs) We'll see see. you in new york when we move there (laughs) maybe yeah for sure thank you so much and have a good rest of your night and a great weekend of course you too bye